On this edition of Opinions Matter, with Scotland planning to reopen everything next Monday, should Ireland now follow suit? I do believe until everyone in the world is vaccinated, don't come out of level five. We hear from the owner of one of Ireland's most famous circuses who can't take it anymore. And I've never, never, ever been out of work. I've never not performed. And now at the age of 60, I'm on the PUP. And we hear what it's like when life returns to normal as it has in England. It's great, you know, we're playing music in the pubs again and dancing and having a bit of crack. That's all to come. Go Loud presents Opinions Matter with Adrian Kennedy. Is it time that Ireland, for once and for all, followed the lead of countries like Scotland and relaxed our coronavirus restrictions and let us just get on with our lives? That's the question that we want to ask you. Let me bring our Katie in on the conversation. Uh, Katie, firstly, welcome to the show today. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for having me. Um, do you think it's too soon to relax the restrictions? Well, I'm fully vaccinated. Mm, so so might, yeah. I would be less worried now, but in saying that, I still wouldn't go into a nightclub or anything at the moment. Why? You can't socially distance. I know, but you're vaccinated. Or maybe it's something that's just, we're all so used to now that the thought of coming out of it is so strange that it would be... But you're fully vaccinated. You've yeah. had both your vaccines. Uh, you had your second one yesterday. Yes. So another week from now, you're fully, fully vaccinated officially. Does that not give you a bit of confidence then to, to get on with your life? It does. But definitely, I don't think we're ready for the full normality yet. Definitely not. Like is it I not that England you're not ready for the full normality yet? And what I mean by that is, if we reopen, uh, if we were to reopen everything, you don't have to go to a nightclub. That's the point. You can choose whether to go to a nightclub or not. You don't have to go. Uh, you're saying you wouldn't be comfortable going, so just don't go. Aren't vaccinated though. My concern is, you know, the people who aren't vaccinated, the healthcare system become overwhelmed again. Will it I think we just need to take our time. The UK are rushing into it. You know, the masks are gone. Everything is opening up again. I just, it's, it's just like everything's been forgotten. I think, you know, you have to do bit by bit. We saw what happened at Christmas. Now I know vaccinations are out now. And, and, and are making such a difference. They're making such a difference to the amount of people in hospital, the amount of people in intensive care. The vaccine has made a direct difference between case numbers and the amount of people in hospital. So, yeah. you know, we, we are making progress. Yeah, but still, as I said, there's still people who are refusing. A lot of people still who are refusing to get the vaccinations. I, I, what's the population now that are vaccinated, fully vaccinated in Ireland? Uh, 74% or something like that. No, because I saw someone on our Facebook page there earlier on um, saying about Australia go- going back into lockdown one day. But Australia, Australia hasn't had the vaccine uptake that we have here because they dealt with it so well. Everybody in Australia is like, ah, I don't need the vaccine. We've never had a problem with coronavirus, which they didn't because they shut the country down. Uh, here in Ireland, we have the highest uptake of the vaccine in the whole world. Yeah, I still think you just, I, I still think they need to take their time. They can't be rushing into it. I mean, this has gone on for what, t- nearly two years now. It's taken up so much of, you know, it's basically destroyed businesses. It's, people have died from it. I think, you know, you can't be too quick to forget about but it. But isn't either. that the reason that we need to get back to normal because of businesses, as you said yourself, and you're right to say, being destroyed? I don't know. I think, like, I'll give you a funny one. Um, they've, opened, they've reopened, obviously, for indoor dining for people who are fully vaccinated. That's fine. So I had my little boy at a play centre recently, one that's one of the few that are open, last week and I rang them beforehand and I said can I order food and they said well only if you're fully vaccinated now at this, this stage I wasn't fully vaccinated so I said all right fair enough now my sister was coming with me at the time who is fully vaccinated and I asked could I order food for my toddler and they said no you need to have a cert 
So I said, well, my sister will be there who is fully vaccinated. Can she order, order food for my toddler? And I was told, no, it needs to be the parent. I mean, come on. Okay, but it did. So we, the point being that the restrictions that we have in place are just gone ridiculous at this stage. That yes, but I think things like opening nightclubs where social distancing can't be adhered to, it's impossible to. I think it's just too soon. I think you'd be looking at after Christmas. After Christmas? Yeah, because the Christmas rush. So how is it okay for them to do it just across the water in the UK? They're going to do it in Scotland. Why can't we do the I same thing here? Watch over the next couple of weeks. There are people who are vaccinated also ending up in hospital still. Few and far between though. They're still there. All right, we'd like to know if you feel like Katie, that uh, it's too soon to even contemplate reopening everything, or uh, would you like us to follow the lead of Scotland and actually reopen a lot more than we have? Uh, Ruth, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Ruth? Hi, how's it going? Good, thanks, Ruth. Well, Ruth, um, is it time for us to follow the lead of Scotland from next Monday, England from a couple of weeks ago, and start to reopen everything? I kind of feel for both sides. I'm torn. Like, I don't have a definite what I want done. Um, I think people have to take personal responsibility. Like, I'm totally with Katie in that I would not walk into a nightclub. Uh, and that's fine. And, 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 and uh, but I also say, well, that's a business that needs to open. Like, absolutely. When, they haven't been open since March 2020. Yeah, no, 100% I get that. I know people who work in the sector and it's been devastated, but, like, I'm fully vaccinated, but I still wouldn't walk into a nightclub. So, and, like, and, 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 you open them and you just let people make their own decisions. And that's exactly what I was about to say. You know, no, to nobody is going to be standing outside a nightclub door dragging yeah. you in, uh, no more than they're going to do uh, that with Katie. They're not going to drag Katie in the door of, uh, of a nightclub, so... Then you also look at the people who are vaccinated. The ones who aren't vaccinated are generally the younger generation. So are the ones going to be gone. Mind, mind you, if you if you look to, if you look at the crowds that were um, queuing up outside the vaccination centres over the weekend, the young crowd want to be vaccinated as well. They don't want to be left yeah. behind. Look, we know vulnerable people and elderly people. The vast majority of them are protected now. They're doubly vaccinated. But I just think the ones that are going to be forming nightclubs. The biggest portion of people who aren't vaccinated are going to be in that group. You know, there's always the fear, like, is it going to overwhelm the health system again? But I understand also you can't just sort of live on fear and be like, you know, things have to get back to normal sometime. Yes, so, and, and like I said, I'm not uh, in any way, you know, diminishing the impact of this and, the, and accepting that people that are in hospital, some of them are very sick. I accept all of that. But the percentage of people that are in hospital now is a lot less than it was this time last year or back in January even. Yeah, no, and I do get that. But it's also only very recently started to open up like Mm. with the indoor dining and stuff. So I don't think we have seen the full effects of that. Um, Like the thing that mainly affects me and frustrates me about it all is the maternity care aspect of it. I'm pregnant on my second baby. I had a baby just before the first lockdown and I'm due now in October and I just, it's absolutely horrendous walking into a maternity hospital and just seeing the kills. But isn't that one of those restrictions, isn't that one of those restrictions that should be lifted. It's ridiculous at this stage, is That's it not? Absolutely, the number one restriction, in my opinion, obviously because it affects me, that it should be lifted. Like I just think it's horrendous that I can go into a pub and sit there all day. I can walk into pennies and come into contact with probably five hundred people and stroll around for mm-hmm. eight hours. 
but I can't walk into an emergency room and have my partner with me. Okay, like, so that's that's one yeah. restriction, and I think a lot of people agree with you uh, about maternity and the restrictions, and we're, we're being told by the government that they will... They're going to do this and the other they just don't seem to be that bothered to actually following up on it. Okay, let me just bring back, uh, bring our Katie back in for a second. And I just spotted a, a message on Facebook there, and it says, "Thank God, Katie isn't running the country." <laughs> in other words, you're I being know. so conservative about. I know, but I would put lives before money. <laughs> but the reality of it is, not many people are dying anymore. No, the deaths are very low, but if they open everything up again too soon, is that going to force us into another lockdown eventually? Because, again, the healthcare system will become overwhelmed. They've already, they've already shown how there is now a break between the number of cases and the amount of people ending up in hospital, and that's largely because of the vaccine. Yeah, I just don't see how they could safely... I don't see how they could even think about opening nightclubs at the moment because I don't see any safe way, vaccinations or not, of doing it at the moment. It's just... Especially okay. the younger people. All right, but well, we want to hear from you. 085-825-2626 is our WhatsApp number. Gareth uh, sent us this WhatsApp voice note. How's it going, Adrian? Uh, I don't think we should open. I think we should keep it at uh, level five lockdown. Like, I've only been outside a few times, to be honest, since March 2020. And, yeah, I just think that until everyone in the world is completely vaccinated, I don't think they should open anything at all. I know it sounds a bit extreme, but that's where I want to be with it. I just think too many people have had this this uh, this vaccine and they're getting it. And I just think it's going to be a, a ripple effect of one problem on top of another. But I do believe until everyone in the world is vaccinated, don't come out of level five. My God, Gareth. My God, you're not running the country, let alone our Katie. Uh, never come out of level five until the whole planet is, is vaccinated. Gareth, that's going to be another two years away in, re- in reality before the whole planet is, is uh, vaccinated. Does anybody agree with Gareth? 085-825-2626. Pauline, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Pauline? I'm grand, thanks. Good, Pauline. What did you want to say yeah. on this? Well, I do think uh, we should open a bit more, to be honest with you, uh, in the fact that, like, I would be a high-risk um, <coughs> high risk uh, patient, you know, and, uh, like, when you look at none of the supermarkets or anything like that was um, closed, and none of them were really sick, you know, I think really we we should open a little bit more than we are. Okay, so what would you like to see uh, reopening? We're seeing how in Scotland they have uh, announced that from next Monday they're going to level zero, which means practically no restrictions. Would you like us to go that far? Um, No, I don't think. I agree with um, the the lady with the the nightclubs. That could be... But then that's up to every individual, you know. But I think we should open our churches more, the schools, you know, like all of that. Um, Like the idea of putting first communion confirmations off and on and off. Like, well, what difference is it going to make? 
you know. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm just looking at a message from somebody saying, uh, this is on our Facebook page, saying we're going into lockdown again in September or October anyway. Do you feel that way? Let me ask you, having had your, having been vaccinated, does that give you a bit more confidence? Oh, definitely, uh, yes, being, uh, having me vaccination, yes. But I can guarantee you, I, I'm not going to go into lockdown again. I couldn't go through that again. No, I have to be honest with you. I, I, I couldn't either. I'll be honest with you. I, I just couldn't. And I really can't. Um, like, I'm struggling to get out of my own house because um, I've no room to get my scooter out now where I used to be able to. But I couldn't, I couldn't go through again. I couldn't. You know, they couldn't have another lockdown. Yeah, no, I, I have to say, I would really struggle with, I think most of us would struggle with the, the idea of another lockdown. It's just, it's an you horrific know, thought. My sister is in a, um, a home at the moment. She took um, a few strokes and nearly two years before I'd seen her. And I'd seen her a couple of weeks ago uh, when I was forced when my daughter brought me to see my sister, you know, mm. and it was just heartbreaking. So it was, you okay, know. So the thoughts of ever having to go through all of that again just doesn't appeal to you. And for you, as somebody who's vaccinated, you feel much safer and much more confident. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely much safer and confident. And I would wear my mask out, you know. I when I can, if someone brings me out, you know. But I mean, as a matter of interest, if, as they've done in Scotland, as they've done in England, they they scrap the mandatory wearing of uh, face masks, would you still keep wearing it? Yes, I, I would, for the reason I would be afraid of getting a cold from somebody else. I would be yes. wearing it. To okay, so, yeah, so you're, you're, you're happy enough to use it yeah. from that point of view. All yeah. right, Pauline, stay yeah. on the line there for one second. We'd love to hear from you. Send us a WhatsApp, please, to 085-825-2626. In Scotland... Uh, next Monday, they are moving beyond level zero with the removal of most restrictions being made possible, they say, thanks to the steady decline in cases and the success of vaccination. Now, we have had even more success in vaccination here in Ireland in that we have vaccinated more people per head of population uh, than the UK. Who would have thought we could do that a few months ago? But we have. We've now overtaken the UK in our vaccination rates, yet we're miles behind them when it comes to getting our lives back. You heard the uh, earlier on the hullabaloo over um, Catherine Zappone having a little get-together with a few friends, 50 people, socially distanced, sitting at tables, outdoors, and there's murder over it. Yet you can drive up the north... Uh, hop into a bar as many of you uh, as you like. So is it not time that we uh, dealt with this in a more um, relaxed sort of way? Eddie is on the line. Eddie, welcome to Opinions Matter. Good afternoon, Eddie. Good afternoon, Eddie. How are you? Good to talk to you. Eddie, we've seen now that Scotland has decided to um, ease its restrictions a couple of weeks after England, but ease their restrictions nonetheless to go to level zero. Uh, is it time for us to follow suit? 100%. I mean, we should be taking the lead from them. I lived in England for 16 years. I'm actually going, hopefully, to Liverpool in a couple of weeks for a mate's birthday. So I'm in touch with all my friends over there. And they're saying, like, practically everything's back to normal. Mm. The NHS is not getting overran. 
and it's 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 working, like you know. And like you said, we have a higher uptake. We've actually probably I think it's the best uptake of vaccines in the world at the moment. Yeah, that's right. And we are miles behind everybody else. Adrian, I haven't worked for over a year. I'm one of these airport staff, and like financially, I can't go on with this much longer. And I think there's still, I think you're saying there's more than over hundred thousand people still on the put payment. It's very unfair. I don't know why we're so slow in reopening things. Now, one, one of the things that Ireland has been praised for is the way in which it has dealt with it, albeit a little bit um, more conservative, uh, but maybe too conservative. Um, it's, it's far too conservative. Far too conservative. I mean, England had their Freedom Day, whatever they called it, put a label on it. Scotland are going to reopen. And we, we, we still have no light at the end of the tunnel. Mm. You know, it's it's bizarre. Yet the rules, like, the rules are crazy, like, now, now you can you can't go into pubs unless you're vaccinated. You have the people that serve you. The young staff might not be vaccinated, and you're—it's just all mad, like you know. Mm. Just well, uh, I mean, I'm interested. I'm just reading two comments uh, that have come into us, and one says. Uh, we've just arrived up in Belfast for a short stay and are looking forward to eating indoors for a change. But then by contrast, the the next message says, up the north, it's just ridiculous. And what they obviously mean by that is the amount of people in places piling on top of each other and everything else. Um, so it would, do we not have the balance kind of right down here? Well, when you say just ridiculous, like it's not reflected in NHS numbers going up, you know? I mean, they're no, coping with it wonderful. So, so I don't see why we're so slow to reopen everything. You know, like there's people affected here financially that have completely lost their jobs, and then there's other people like me who are sitting on the long finger waiting to get back to work. That's just it's just too slow, in my opinion. And, and, and what is it that's stopping you getting back to work? Is it that your job just isn't there anymore? Yeah, it's not there at the moment until the airport comes back. You know. Okay, and. We've seen over the last week that the airport has certainly been a lot busier, certainly over the it's, bank holiday it's, weekend. It's but been busier, but it's not busy enough. For example, my friend came back from Lanzarote last week. On the way out, I think the plane holds about 280. There was about 100 people on it. But on the way back, there was about 40. You know, mm. those numbers are not enough to sustain the outside services that go along with the airport. Okay, so not enough so to get you back to through, Yeah, you know, and, and like, I don't know when I'm going to go back. You know, it's just... And there's a lot of people in my boat, and then there's people, like I say, in the entertainment industry, the live music industry. Like, it's just crazy. It's just it's far too slow, in my opinion. I don't know. I, I mean, when when is when is the next step for our situation to be reevaluated? It, ha- it hasn't even been said. We haven't even been yeah. told. No. You know what I mean? Like you're living on the never never. It's just so slow. It's ridiculous. Okay, stay there for one second if you can, please, Eddie, because uh, Adia joins me on the other line. Adia, um, you've just been listening to Eddie. Eddie has been out of work since March last year, Eddie, is that right? I'd say about, um, I got up till about May and then when I got serious, they they put us on the call. Okay, so uh, since May of last year, over a year, and there's no chance of him getting back to work until things start returning to uh, more normality. Katie was saying it's too soon, we don't need to reopen everything, we don't need to follow the the lead of the English or the Scots. Um, You agree with what Katie was saying? I do agree with what Katie is saying because we're not Scotland at the end of the day, we're Ireland and we have to base things on what's happening in Ireland. And I feel for your man there out of work, but um, we're doing everything the best we can at the moment. And we have people looking at our situation from COVID, who's vaccinated, who isn't. So I'd say everything will start 
slowly progressing and opening up the more vaccinations are done. Like say when the kids are back to school, from that point onwards when all the secondary schools are like vaccinated and everything, like I think uh, we just fly through it. That's another month away. <laughs> yeah, but it's another month. Um, I don't think we're going to go back into lockdown now like one of the other No, no and like I said, I'm, read, I'm reading comments like saying we're going back into lockdown in September, October. I don't agree with that at all. I don't think we will... I'm sure you would agree with that, Eddie. We're never going to go into lockdown again. Do you think we would? I don't know, Adrian. I mean, let's just say the flu season comes along and there's still people not vaccinated. The way our government are approaching it, I, I wouldn't put it past them, you know? I wouldn't put it past them. I hope not. No, I but hope I mean, not. Who's, to, who's to say when this Delta variant is dealt with, there isn't going to be another strain? No, no, it, it, no, no one's to say. But the fact of the matter is, uh, Adia, that we, um, we've already mentioned this, Ireland per head of population is the envy of most of the world now because we've uh, done so well in terms of uh, vaccine rollout and the uptake of the vaccine. So, so much so that we're getting 700 doses from Romania next week because their people aren't taking it. So we are doing extremely well. We have to get rewarded for that, do we not? We we do in a way, but that is going to come our way because, like, we will, um, as Katie also said, we will be keeping an eye on Scotland and we'll see how they react. Um, I know a few from Scotland myself, but um, the vaccine uptake from the people I would know in Scotland hasn't been great. They are more against it than for it. So I am actually surprised that Scotland is one of the first to go completely out of lockdown now. Mm, yeah. Um, uh, in fact, let me, let me read this. Let me read this message that's just come into us, and it says, "I was in Belfast the weekend, and it was fantastic. We are so far behind; it's sad. Uh, the Republic will lose out as people that visit Belfast will definitely go back. Queues going into the shops, but you uh, can sit in a pub uh, the opposite to us. I can be in pennies with hundreds uh, of others, but not in a pub with hundreds of others. Uh, it, the point that um, uh, that person is making is we're just too slow." And I was up in uh, Derry a couple of weeks ago and we dined indoors, no COVID pass, and it was as safe as a house, to be honest. Yeah, um, I don't really know what to say because they're on about it affecting the traveling tourist industry and stuff like that. Um, but being honest, everyone that's coming into country is vaccinated. So therefore, they are entitled to go indoors to dine and do what is available at the moment and different things like bus tours and everything as I've seen in the city centre during the week, they're still going ahead mm. um, at the same supply. So it's not really, like, it's more the people that are affected, say, in the music industry and stuff like that, like your man that was just on as well, like, in the jobs. But they just hold on, like, what's another three weeks or four? I know, I know to, in the context of 17 months, yeah. another three weeks isn't uh, isn't huge, but you, you have to understand people's frustration when we look to uh, countries like England where all their nightclubs are open, they're going to have music festivals, they'll have full stadiums for football matches, and meanwhile we're uh, tottering around with half-full Croke Park and uh, no sign of any indoor events happening of any sort, and we're not even being told in fact, if we were told that's just hold on for another three weeks, then people would say, "Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, three more weeks." But we're not even yeah, being given not a certain, yeah. we're not being given a timeline at all. Yeah, I understand. Um, it's just I see. I'm uh, like 
cup half full as mm. opposed to half empty so I'm more like and you see the argument the, the argument that I've made uh, and I, I, I made it to Katie a while ago yeah, is right. nobody is going to stand outside a nightclub to drag you uncomfortably into the nightclub so you don't oh, have to go not, yeah. yeah you don't have to go Katie no but it's not about that that's not my concern my worry is that there are still so many young people who aren't vaccinated and people who are refusing to get the vaccination and it is the young people who are going to be mostly out in the, ni- the nightclub so mostly the unvaccinated but as I said last weekend we saw that they uh, 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 a lot of them want to get vaccinated and are getting vaccinated. A lot of them don't as well, though. I would be terrified to go into hospital now with something else um, in case I pick up COVID. And if everything is reopened so fast, then the cases are going to rise and they're going to spread regardless of if you're vaccinated or not. There are vaccinated people in hospital, as I said to you. Mm-hmm. I know that. But it, 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 overall, and um, you, you would have to agree with this, Adia, overall, people aren't getting as sick. In January, the thing about it is, in January, we had 200 people in ICU. Today, we've 27. England also have a far more reliable mm-hmm. healthcare service than we have here. So they can afford to open everything up because if people get sick, they can deal with the, the numbers coming in and out. We can't. I just don't think we should walk before we can run. All right, we'd like to hear from you. Uh, send us a WhatsApp, please, to 085-825-2626. The question that we're asking you is simple. Um, is it time for Ireland to follow the lead of Scotland? Because Scotland has announced that from next Monday, uh, perhaps the most significant date so far in the pandemic, Scotland is to move to uh, level zero, where most of the remaining legally imposed restrictions, including those on social distancing and limits to the size of social gatherings, will be lifted. Gone. From next Monday in Scotland. A very comparable uh, nation in size to Ireland. And yet we're still going mad that um, the Tánishta and uh, Catherine Zappone and 48 other people gathered outdoors at uh, tables to have a bite to eat. 085-825-2626. Now, where am I going? David, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, David? Hi, you doing, Adrian? How's it going? Uh, good, thanks, David. Uh, David, is it time to start reopening everything again? I so. Um, obviously, I don't think we should um, just open up um, willy-nilly and uh, people's health at risk. But as you've been saying, I think with the way that the vaccination uh, rollout has been going, um, I uh, you know, I, I, I don't see why uh, under controlled circumstances that, you know, especially live entertainment, which is, um, you know, which is what we mostly concerned about at the moment. Um, I think, yeah, I think we should be uh, allowed open. And as you said, um, you know, and I've been listening to you uh, uh, referencing uh, what's happening now in Scotland. And, you know, that is exactly the case. You know, they are a country similar in size uh, to us. Um, the, the tea shop a few weeks ago was, uh, he was quoting um, the first minister in Scotland uh, a lot about saying that she was telling us to be wary about the Delta uh, strain and that. But um, I, I'd like to maybe think now that they would be listening and, and watching closely to what they're doing in Scotland. Um, because as you said, it, it, it's the uncertain. Uh, we, we we don't have a roadmap after 500 days of being closed. Mm. In fact, we, 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 we had a better roadmap last year, um, had the truth be known, than, the, than we have this year. 
Oh, no, very much so. At least there was some dates. Okay, I know, uh, obviously, they didn't come to fruition. um, But at the moment, there is absolutely just nothing. I mean, and everybody, like in the event sector, I deal with in in the event industry alliance. I mean, like, you know, we're all just asking for some sort of clarity. When are we going to be allowed? Is it going to be when 80% of of the adult population is vaccinated, when a certain number has reached um, and hospitalization. And I agree with you that, you know, we were told the other day, we're wonderful, we've 73 odd yeah. percent vaccinated, we're ahead of the UK, um, uh, and, uh, you know, we keep hearing this positivity, the queues uh, with young people queuing up to be vaccinated the other day, all great, but where yeah. is it leading to? That's uh, that's well, the point you're making. And uh, well, I, th- I, think it's, I think it's important, David, to uh, explain that you are um, uh, David Duffy from Duffy Circus, and your business has been directly impacted as a result of um, the COVID restrictions. Have you any idea when or if you'll ever get back to business again? No, absolutely. Uh, I haven't got a clue. And... Um, you know, what the worrying uh, thing is, Adrian, is that, uh, like, my two sons have had to now leave the country and they've had to uh, go abroad to uh, to work and they're working uh, in services at the moment that are shown to seven and uh, 800 people uh, a performance. Um, and, like, that's broke my heart. That's destroyed me to say that. My, you know, my sons after, mm. you know, all our lives and all our generations um, that they've had to go away. And again, they've had to leave because there is absolutely no roadmap. And, you know, any of the events, the pilot events, um, you know, that, that was put on over the last couple of months, you know, to be honest with you, I don't really see um, what they achieved. Like, you know, there was, the, the, you know, there was no data from them. There was nothing to say, well, like, this is what we're going to do. I mean, you know yourself that, um, like, the gigs in the Ivy uh, Gardens and in the RHK, uh, like, you know, they, they, they weren't kind of true to life. There was nothing there that was going to prove or give us any sort of an idea. Um, and and we, do, you, do you look with envy on uh, the UK and we see Scotland and Northern Ireland won't be very far behind them in terms of opening everything else uh, up. Are you looking with envy at, at, at these other countries? Huge, uh, hugely, uh, Adrian, because obviously, um, you know, a lot of my friends and family and my colleagues are all involved in um, in the circus industry right across Europe. And of course, looking at them on Facebook, talking to them, um, you know, like I talk to a lot of the circus proprietors in, in uh, Britain at the minute, and, you know, they're all telling me that... Uh, they're having to do three and four uh, performances a day because of the demand, and this is just this is only across the water. Like Scotland has announced um, that they're reopening on Monday. I think Wales is going to make the same announcement on uh, Friday. So it, it's envy, uh, Adrian, but it's also really, really soul destroying. Like we 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 actually even ask um, we asked the Department of Culture. Could uh, you know? Could we be uh, tested as a pilot event in a circus big top because of the ventilation? We can leave the sides down. Mm. We can have seating in or seating out, and 
use the big top as a venue, whether it's for a concert or a comedy show or dancing or a circus, anything at all. And let, let's show that the ventilation and let's show we can do it properly. And have, you, have you gotten but, an answer to that? Yes, I did. We got an answer actually after six or seven weeks. Uh, an answer on Friday. And the answer was um, that uh, the minister isn't looking at doing any more pilots in August that she's concentrating all her efforts in getting the sector reopened. Well, okay, that's fair enough. And then, uh, like, you, like, like you said, David, you, you know, the question has to be asked, what in God's name are those pilots all about then? Why did they even bother uh, doing them, it, it, I, other than a publicity look, stunt? Well, that's, you know, that's what I think. You know, that's what I think, and, I, and a lot of people in our industry think the same. Um, and, they, okay, it's the same as... Uh, like the LPSS, yes, it's given people, uh, you know, in our business, it's given uh, people work for us, uh, you know, for a short time, but it's not given us any hope either. I mean, like we need hope. We we need to be getting back to, uh, to doing what we do. I've just, I, I've I've just never... been sent a photograph, David, of uh, what I believe is a drive-in circus in yeah. uh, Dundalk. Are you aware of that? Oh yes, I am. Yeah, um, uh, the Circus Vegas, and, and is, that, been able to... is that something that you could do? No, no. Um, the Circus Vegas are doing it at the moment because um, they got a grant from the LPSS uh, to obviously to assist them to uh, to go out and tour, but we didn't get a grant, and uh, without it, we could not make that pay. Uh, like with uh, forty cars. Okay, so, so you need to get back to normal. We, you we, need. We, 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 like for our own mental health. For, for uh, like, I'm sixty, Adrian, and I've never been. I've been blessed. I've never been unemployed in my life. I started in the business when I was seven. I can remember being on the stage in the Olympia Theatre on my eighth birthday with the late Jack Cruz giving me my birthday present, and I've never. Never, ever been out of work. I've never not performed. And now at the age of 60, I'm on the PUP. And I'm on the PUP because, um, you know, the then Taoiseach, uh, Leo Varadkar, told us because of, of uh, public health issues we, we, and a danger, we have to close. David, do me, okay, do me a favour, David, because I, I can hear, um, and I've known you for many years, and I can hear, and we've spoken during the pandemic as well, David, I can hear the pain and the yes. frustration and what sounds like anger at this stage that at your age, having run a, a successful Duffy Circus for your entire yes. life, you now think uh, that this is just an unfair and unjust punishment that you still remain closed. Yes, of course I do. Of course I do. Like we've done everything that we've been asked. Uh, like, you know, we were told um, we had to close and we were told like that, you know, uh, we'll be all looked after and we'll all get back and, and, and we have a roadmap and this is what's going to happen. But I'm, you know, 16 months and I'm I, I, I'm still sat here. <clears throat> and it, it's really hard to go out every day, you know, our, like our equipment is all uh, sat up in storage for so long. It's going to need a lot, a lot of money to get it back. Um, okay, you know, well, uh, do me a favour, David. And, and like I said, I, I can... 
I can yeah. hear that uh, that disappointment uh, because I want to bring in another call that's on the other line, and that is Morris. Morris, you've been listening to uh, David Duffy from uh, Duffy Circus about the difficulties that they're having. Uh, they haven't opened. He's on the PUP for the first time in his life, not, not out working. The longer these restrictions continue, uh, the longer it'll be before the likes of Duffy Circus actually gets to reopen. Now, you believe that we uh, need to keep restrictions in place till about Christmas. We've already been stung once in the country, and I think it's the first time around the government that we didn't vote for didn't get things right, and over, over a thousand elderly people in their golden years were sacrificed through negligence and died, and didn't get the chance to live their lives. And I had a relative in a nursing home, and all our friends were double-bagged and put into coffins. Nobody deserves that send-off. So I, over the years, brought my children to W Service. My children are adults now. I'm 60 the same age as the W owner there. And uh, unfortunately, the government that we have, which I again repeat, we didn't vote for, don't care about his business. They don't care about his lifestyle. You see, I, 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 don't, I don't know if that's necessarily true. It's not in any government's interest to keep everything closed. No government wants to keep stuff closed. But when it comes down to it, they'll do what they want to do, and they don't care about anybody else but themselves. Okay, so why are you saying that you, oh, you believe it'll be Christmas, or do you believe Christmas will be the right time to reopen everything? I think that's what we're aiming for without telling us, because they've done it before already. Remember the last time we had a book Christmas out of it? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, let's have a meaningful Christmas, all of that. So, you know, it, but what it, they do, they opened up the ports. Everybody flooded in from England. Yeah, I know that. Okay, but that was in a very different time of this pandemic when we didn't have vaccines. Um, we uh, we br- imported a new variant of the disease into Ireland and it spread like wildfire. So it was a different yeah. time. It was a different a set of circumstances to what we're faced with now where we have the highest vaccine uptake in the whole world. Yeah, and you know what's happening now in other places around the country or in the world? They're saying that people that are vaccinated fully are being infected by people who are not vaccinated. Factors. And uh, Okay, but we've always been told that that is a possibility, but the fact of the matter is that what the vaccines aim to do is to cut down on severe illness and hospitalizations, which they are yeah. clearly doing. They are doing that very effectively in that with the case numbers that we have at the moment, uh, the percentage in hospital is much lower than it would have been without the vaccine. So it is, it is yeah. working. What they're, saying, yeah, what they're saying about the Delta virus now is because I have a family member walking in the NHS in England who got the, the virus after, after being inoculated. Um, they're saying that the Delta strain over there is as virulent as chickenpox. So it's, hot, it's like headlights. It's not going around. But reading between the lines and what this government is telling us and what they're getting up to themselves behind closed doors in hotels, I'm reading between the lines and they said, please stay with us, stick with us, we'll be okay. Okay, so that's what you think might happen. What do you think? Let me ask you, what do you think should happen? Should David Duffy be able to rock up to uh, Clontarf next week, uh, unroll his uh, marquee, and uh, start performing a circus? Yeah, why shouldn't he? I'm looking at people with marquees with uh, no, uh, no sides on them. 
Okay, so you would uh, you would like to, even though you don't see it happening, you would like yeah. to see uh, more reopening uh, sooner rather than later. I'm watching veterans all over Dublin. I walk outdoors where I live in Adrian, and I'm seeing people all over where, everywhere, all sides of Dublin, north and south, from different venues, different gatherings, and they're all doing it. So why shouldn't a business like Davis, that's been in Ireland for hundreds of years, be allowed to come and do what he has to do to earn a living? And obviously, David, I'm sure you agree 100% with what that man is saying. Uh, yeah, no, <clears throat> um, it, it, it's really heartening to hear comments like that. And thanks very much. Is it Morris, is it? Yes, it is, uh, Morris, yeah. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, but yeah, I mean, that is actually, you know, that is, uh, it is the case. And, you know, like even, even events that are going ahead at the moment, uh, you know, for fifty people, like I think uh, in the board, gosh, there was fifty people uh, over the weekend at performances for West Side Story. Like it's all very well and good. Um, okay, people are are getting a wage; they're getting paid for a few days, mm. but it's tearing the heart and soul out of us. Like there is no, like you know yourself. Um, like work to a small audience like that, no matter how good you are, without getting that feedback, you know, without getting that live feeling, it's to, to me, it's it's just you know, it, it's soul destroying both for the artists, and I don't think it's any good even for the audience because like there's just no feeling, there's just no um, there's no energy, there's no life. So to be honest with you, um, other than obviously uh, financially, it, it gives people work for a few days. I don't think these, um, you know, put the uh, allowing performances like to open for fifty people. I think it's um, I think it's going to be have a devastating effect. I think people are going to go and maybe they're going to start thinking, well, this is the way. Uh, things are going to be in the future and they won't come back again mm. I don't want to be in that situation that we have to be there uh, go out and try and perform uh, live to 50 people and not be able to have the experience and let the public have the experience that they're used to Yes um, and, and I, I mean at this stage we're heading on uh, towards our second year with this your, yeah. your concern is that if businesses like yours don't reopen sooner rather than later, people just won't go back anymore, and and uh, you could lose your business forever. Well, no, that's exactly the fear, and um, like we're coming, you know, we're we're coming up to um, the end of like what would normally be our, our our finish of our season, where we would normally always finish in uh, end of October because of like of of the weather, and we always know that after Halloween, people are getting ready for Christmas, so. You know, w- w- with the chances of us obviously not going to be out before uh, October, that means that we are now looking at next February. So that's two, Dreadful, you know, that yeah. is two whole years uh, of, of of breaking um, breaking the tradition that we're we're really so proud of. Um, like only today, uh, Minister Martin has announced that Irish uh, traditional churn circuses have been um, officially recognised as intangible cultural heritage. Uh, and, not, and that's not, a great... not a lot of use to you, though, if you can't actually show that heritage. That's exactly it. Uh, it's a great recognition of all, uh, you know, the circus and the funfair families. Great recognition. Recognition. Uh, uh, recognition. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm I know. Recognition. Yes, yes, yes. I know what you're trying to get <laughs> oh, out, David. Yeah. Oh, 
of uh, all you know the generations that's come before us. But it's no good to us if no, we're of still not. so dreadful. Please, please get a roadmap for every one of us in the live entertainment. Uh, sector, let us get back to doing what we've been doing all our life is performing and entertaining people. Like, I beg, I'm pleading with the government, please get your heads together, get a roadmap, and let us get open, of course, safely, but please let us get back to what we do. David, I'll keep my fingers crossed that somebody uh, hears this podcast and actually hears. A, a grown man, and it is. I, I've known you for many years, David, and it's it's awful to hear a man in your position begging to be allowed yeah, to do what you do. And that, yeah, that, it's dreadful. That's exactly what I feel I've been doing for the last sixteen months. I'm actually been begging for recognition. I've been begging for financial support. Uh, and okay, only now there's you know there is some uh, bit of a light at the uh, at the end of a tunnel. But I don't want to like I do feel like I am begging the government to help me to 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 stay in business, and I've never had to do that my whole life. And my my, my ancestors going back to the 1850s. We never had to do that. We were always able to look after ourselves uh, and sustain ourselves. But it is, and like anybody else that's out of work out there as well and in the same position, they know what I'm talking about. It's so, it's absolutely devastating and, and soul destroying. Uh, and I can hear it. David, look, I, w- I wish you Thank well. Uh, I'll keep Thank in you. touch with you over the next couple of weeks. And fingers crossed you. Um, you get back on the road sooner rather than later. David Duffy from That's Duffy Circus. Thanks very much indeed for talking to us on Opinions Matter. Let me just um, squeeze in one last call. And for our last call, we go to uh, London. And Sandra is in uh, London. How are you, Sandra? I'm grand, thanks. How's yourself? Good, thank you. Uh, we here uh, in the Republic look with envy at how everything is open in, in, in the UK, well, in England, and Scotland to follow suit. Uh, you say, though, you were a little bit nervous at the start about everything reopening. Yeah, I mean, obviously, when they announced that on the 19th of July they were going to reopen everything, it was a little bit scary because we were going from restrictions and lockdown to everything being okay again. Um, And all these weeks later, I have to say that I really agree with what they've done because we're open. Um, Life is feeling more normal than ever before. Mm. People are still obviously being careful. But now, you know, you can go into the pubs, you can go to gigs. I saw a circus being set up today. We've had outdoor fun fairs. So, you know, I would say... Bring it on, do it. Okay, so uh, why, why were you ne- Okay, so you've just been listening to me talking to David Duffy from Duffy yeah. Circus, and he's looking with green envy across the water. Um, in terms of you, why were you a little bit nervous at the start? like such a drastic move that you know Sunday evening you had to wear um, masks into everywhere and the next morning you got up and you didn't have to wear masks there was no restrictions you didn't have to socially distance so that just felt like it was too much too quickly but all these weeks later as I said it's it's fine Absolutely fine. Mm. You know, people are still getting the virus, but they're not nearly as sick or in hospital. And it just feels that now people are learning to live with it, which is the only way forward, I think. Okay, and in terms of, uh, you see, you were a little bit nervous at the start. Uh, How are you now a couple of weeks later? Are you you wearing a face mask when you're out? Um, I 
a face mask yesterday when I went to Tesco's, but really there was no need. You know, nobody else is really wearing them. Okay, so, so they've been doing no, it. I have to say, it is one of the things, I was only saying this earlier on to somebody, the one thing that I'm most looking forward to is not having to wear a face mask anymore because um, <laughs> I just hate them. I can't stand them. But yeah. it, seems like, it seems like we could be wearing them until next summer, the way things are going here. Anyway, yeah, I, 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 like, we need to. Yeah, like I said, we're all looking with green envy uh, across the water. Hopefully, it's not too long before uh, we actually catch yeah. up on you. Well, the only thing that I haven't been allowed to do is come to Dublin, so I haven't actually been home in nearly two years. No, oh, right. So that's the next thing that I'm waiting for, you know, but it'll be a big thing if I go there and I have to start restricting again and wearing masks and all of that. Right, but you... And, and, of getting used to. And being in the UK, you don't have an EU COVID certificate pass thing. I definitely don't have one, and I've not heard of other people, you know. Yeah, but yeah. It's great, you know, we're playing music in the pubs again. Good right. calling everybody up and dancing and having a bit of crack. All right, it sounds brilliant. <laughs> I think I'll head over to London for the weekend. Great to talk to you, Sandra. Thanks very much yeah, indeed. okay, you take, take good care. Say hello to Alan for me. Uh, you've just done it yourself. Thanks very much indeed. And let me squeeze in... Uh, well, sorry, actually, let me just bring in uh, our Katie again for, for a minute. There's a lady who, by her own admission, was a little bit nervous when they reopened everything in England. Uh, they did reopen everything in England, including nightclubs and all of that. Uh, that's normality that we need to get back to. Yeah, I know. And listening to to Dave, David, I can I, I hear I can hear the stress he's under, and I can I get it. But as I said earlier, I just don't think we should rush into it. Um, because no, we're not by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> well, I don't think we should look at you know the UK and say, well, they're doing it, so sh- so should we? I think we should look at ourselves and do it based on like I mean the numbers yesterday are they're still up in the thousands. Yeah, but they haven't gone up to the two or three thousands like they were predicting. But they will when everything reopens. Okay, let's uh, squeeze in one last call. And uh, this is, sorry, where am I going now? I'm going to Bill. And Bill, uh, you moved up north over the summer and you're saying it's the best thing you ever did. Why? Yeah, it's yeah, moved up north with a, with a few of my friends. It was, it was the best thing we ever did because everything's opened up. And... You, you know, there's not a, not many restrictions at all up north at all. It's great. Now, there is a bit of face mask wearing in, in restaurants and pubs and all of that, but uh, it's a lot less restrictive than uh, than down here. Mind you, their case numbers in the north have been quite high compared to down here. Yeah, they, they have been quite high, but they, uh, they haven't looking at closing everything back up. You can still go inside, have a meal. There's no... Uh, not the same restrictions as there are at home in Dublin. No, absolutely not. I was up in Derry a couple of weeks ago, and uh, yeah, it, it definitely uh, uh, like chalk and cheese in terms of, of restrictions. But one of the things that Ireland has been praised for is not giving in to populism and not doing things just to get votes, um, that we've been taking it slowly but surely, and that's paying dividends. Oh, I don't know about that now, but sure, like... like. <laughs> like everything's like everything's closed and, and people are going mad. Like, well, no, everything isn't closed. Everything isn't closed, but uh, they're certainly not open uh, in terms of like circuses or nightclubs or whatever. Nightclubs and stuff like that still haven't opened up north, sure they haven't. No, not yet, not yet. But I, I presume they'll open up within the next month or so. Like, I think I know Scotland's opening up uh, pretty soon. So and, uh, next Monday, yeah, yeah. 
All right. Um, so are you, are you working up there? How did you end up up north? Yeah, we're, we're working up there. All right, very good. And and delighted to be there. All right, great to talk to you. Thanks very much indeed uh, for your call uh, on Opinions Matter. And thank you, all of you, for your calls. It is uh, the debate that will continue for the next couple of weeks. And I think, uh, Katie, as, as we see Scotland, which we've always compared ourselves to, reopening pretty much everything uh, next Monday. People are going to just stop and say enough is enough. You see, the problem is, for me, I think people are past it now. I don't think, when people are going out, I don't think they're being very careful. I think everyone's just so fed up of it, which worries me even more. I'm like, then if things reopen and people just don't give a feck about it anymore, then, you know, the cases are going to rise dramatically. Um, I just, it's, I think what Morris said earlier on, our previous caller, I think you know, towards Christmas, look at having everything completely back to normal. But I think for the next five months, six months, I think it should be done slowly and safely. Okay. Thank you, Casey.